continue to tell Joe. He's just so used to like just dribbling up and having to go one on one, which he's great at, you know. But I try to you know, make it the game easier for him in the sense of like, all right, you give me the ball, you know, whenever you feel like, you know, whenever the game slows down or whatnot, and I can get you some easy ones so you don't have to go against a defender every single time. You can get your shot, um, your little, you know, 15, 18 footer, or you're able to just get a layup. And the more we can figure that out and, and get that, you know, more times than not, I think uh, it's going to be difficult because then we create so much indecision. Now our shooters are getting shots. Now everybody's eating. So uh, that's a process, man. But, um, you know, we're, we're in a good space right now. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Friday. Coming up in about 20 minutes from now, we're going to be joined by a very interesting and guest we can't wait to, to Colin Davey of BetScope. So we'll talk to him coming up in about 20 minutes. Right now, though, some NBA for tonight for the weekend. And the voice there was of James Harden, talking about getting his uh, his teammates, specifically Joel Embiid, involved. And it is a um, it's been a great week in the Eastern Conference. All these good teams facing each other. Joe, you mentioned earlier that the Bulls kind of look like they're a team that's going to fall and start tumbling down as all these teams are bunched up tight. Well, it continues tonight into the weekend. We have the 76ers hosting the Cavaliers. Then they go to Miami tomorrow night. We also have Milwaukee, Chicago tonight in the Eastern Conference. Mm-hmm. So we'll continue to get a lot of those games that move some of these, um, you know, the standings and the seedings, you know, in the Eastern Conference. Cavs, bull, uh, excuse me, Cavs Sixers tonight. Cavs are seven and a half point dogs at the Sixers. Total of 217. Sixers have won all three games since Harden got there by double digits. Uh, there was against Minnesota, who was on a back-to-back, and then two against the bad Knicks. Is this number too big tonight? All right. I think it might be. A part of me, I really like the Cavs in this spot because – um, the last time they played, it was in Philadelphia. They lost 103-93. In that loss, um, Allen had 13 points, five boards. Mobley, 11 points, eight boards. Garland, 27. And B dropped 40 on him. Um, he had a triple-double. Um, you know, it was the Embiid show the last time they played in Philly. But because we are talking about the Cavs have been struggling, they yeah. have dropped off. So you might see a more inspired, a more motivated effort tonight. Um, currently, they are the sixth seed, just two games up on the Raptors. This is an opportunity, you know, for them to step up and, you know, get out of this slump or whatever they're in. Um, they've lost two straight. So I don't know. I, I'm looking at it. I haven't bet it yet. Uh, plus seven and a half is intriguing, though. It's it's going to be the Cavs and Bulls that just fall here, right? And today's slate is a, is a perfect example of what we're probably going to see the rest of the way. When they face those really tough teams, they're going to fall back. I'm not saying that I'm betting them. I might, actually. I might. Uh, we've got the Cavs losing five of six. Those losses, Philly, Atlanta, Detroit, Minnesota, right. and Charlotte. Their only win over that stretch, they only scored 92 points, and it was against Washington. I'm it is not by it's not by time for me on the Cleveland Cavaliers. I think this is going to continue to continue to happen over the remaining uh, stretch of the season. And, you know, I'm looking at other tough matchups. They've got Miami next week, Chicago, Philadelphia again, Denver, Chicago again. I can see Philly again, man, Milwaukee, Brooklyn. 
That's a rough. They're, they're going to fall. They're going to fall. It's just going to be. Uh, we're going to keep talking about Cleveland and Chicago falling uh, in the rest of the regular season. And the they they're only six last six Cleveland against the spread. So they were the best against the spread. Remember to start the season, it was like they were the best bet to make. It was every night. It was like they were covering or winning outright, and it's kind of flipped back now, where the numbers have changed and and they've changed. So they're only six last six against the spread. Do we think the Harden props continue to be profitable? Now it got it got high last game, and he didn't hit it. He didn't quite make 35 and a half. He, he finished at 35 points plus assists in the game because he was, at, I think he was at 26 uh, and nine. So he was right underneath the number tonight. Um, if you want to look at Harden props, he is at 24 and a half points. If you want to play the combos, he is at 35. So, so they put it in the same spot, 35 and a half points and assists. Have we reached the point where the number is too high? He went just under last game. Too too much buzz, so it's just it's just completely inflated. You think already? Just took a couple a few games. Yeah, I mean, so when he his first game there, because I bet it last Friday, his first game as a Sixer a week ago, it was yeah. a thirty-one and a half. We've we've seen a four-point jump in, or you know, the, a, a four four jump in the points plus assists. It's a lot in a week. Yeah. He's at 26, 29, 27. I'm not willing to bet on the unders. I don't think we're at peak Harding yet as far as the market. Right. Uh, okay, let's go to Bucks bulls Bulls coming sure. off the uh, the Atlanta game last night, so they're on a back-to-back. Milwaukee coming off that crazy win two nights ago where they came all the way back to beat the Miami <laughs> Heat, so they're, they're at least a night rested here. This feels like a difficult spot here for the Chicago, though they're at home, and they're getting four yeah. and a half tonight. Yeah, they are. They've lost um, three straight three second night of a back-to-back. What I was going to say at the top of the show is it seems like unless DeMar DeRozan has an MVP type of night where he's scoring 35-plus points, if right. he's doing 18, 20, 22 in that range, they're not winning. Right. They can't that's a great point. Anybody. That's that's their whole team. I mean, his their team is him hitting clutch shots late. They can't stop anybody. So what makes me think – that they're going to stop Giannis, Middleton, and Holiday, the way they're playing right now. At four, four and a half? No, I don't think so. And uh, Monday, they've got Philly. Hmm. This this should get should get to five, right? I mean, that's the expectation. Sure, they could shock the, the Bucks tonight. Um, a, big, a big part of the reason that they have such a challenging schedule on the final stretch is they're in the same division, and they ha- get Milwaukee three more times. Three more times. In a short span, kind of flying under the radar. This is big for the division because nobody cares about divisions here. Uh, Milwaukee's still the favorite. The Bulls have a one-game lead. Milwaukee wins tonight. They are tied. They they finally give up their lead. So that could be the story. Um, I you think the players care about divisions? Do you think they talk about that at all in the NBA? No. I don't think they do. You don't think they'd rather like it's there they for them if they the win top. tonight. You don't think they'd rather win. They they want to jump the Bulls in the standings. I mean that comes with winning the division. Do you think they know, like where they sit in the in that the central division? That is a really good standing. question. Yeah, that would like, be a good story. It's not Interview football. The players not baseball. And there's no yeah, incentive, yeah. right? Like there's not like you get a home playoff game, right? With winning a division or whatever, the home field in baseball. Like what is the incentive? Why do those other sports stress the division so much? Because 
I don't care at all. Yeah, I think football, it's for the rivalries. Football, right? it's, yeah, football, it's. It, it makes rivalry. like, right, it makes the Cowboys and the Eagles games feel bigger, right? It's the it's the NFC East. It matters. Yeah, yeah, it's Bears, Packers. It matters. NBA, more. you're playing everybody. Right. 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 But that's that's the other difference. And, and it's your and, it's your ticket to the playoffs in, in football, right? It doesn't matter what your record is. Just win your division. Well, I'm saying, why do they do that? That's my point. Is it, is it better for the sport that they do that? Or do you prefer the formula where they don't do that? It, like they do in the NBA. I think it's right. I, I think it works for football. I think football. Does it work it for works. baseball? Does it work for baseball? Because I think in baseball, since you're playing everybody anyways, and I know you have so many more games in the division. Right. Baseball, you could get away without doing that. You could. Yeah. Yeah, baseball, I agree. That, that's a good question. I wonder if they know the division standings. Aaron, it's a good, it's a great thing. I'd, I'd love to have like I, I read a story, right? Like if someone goes into a locker room, like, do you guys know who's leading your division right now? Crickets. Yeah. <laughs> like, In local news, that would have been right up my alley to do a story like that. It would have been fun. So to on put the together Bulls, a piece like that and just yeah. ask them, do you even know what division you're in? <laughs> right. <laughs> that would be fun. Like those like South. <laughs> I, I forget sometimes. Like the Southwest, mm -hmm. like, I don't know. Is it the Nuggets, Memphis? I I, I don't know. I, I never yeah. look at that. Nobody like, cares. When I go on the standings with, page. With, with, without, like, without looking, tell me every team in the Atlantic. All right. So the Raptors, the Nets, the Knicks, the Celtics, and the uh, Sixers. Sixers? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you forgot about the Sixers. How is that the last team you mentioned? All right. Who's in the Central? Bulls? I... Bucks. Cavs. Right, Pistons, and I'm missing one. Oh come on! Think about think about the old shooting guard in the Market Square Arena. You know who it is. All those old playoff series. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. God, Duncan Dutchman. I don't, I don't think about the Pacers. Yeah, yeah. I don't well, they've been irrelevant for a while. Yeah, they have. I guess. Quick note on the Bulls, just to put in perspective, Joe, what you've been feeling for a while, and, and kind of talking about what's likely to happen here. So, if you go to uh, Chicago. The first 33 games of their season, right at the at December 31st, the cutoff, their net rating was three point, plus 3.9, basically outscoring their mm -hmm. opponents by four points a game. Since then, the, uh, they're minus 0 0.4. So basically they were playing like a one or two seed through December 31st. They're playing like an eight seed since. Yeah. Lonzo Ball, Patrick Williams, Alex Caruso, Big on the defensive end. Lot, they better yeah. have them all when the playoffs start. If they do, based on what we expect to happen in the remainder of the regular season, maybe there's actually going to be some value on a playoff series on the Bulls. Maybe. There could be. wonder what matchup would be best for them. They, they need to worry about health and yeah, playing together. Because right now, they, they do have their big three together offensively, and they're still not winning. Like, yeah. Levine does not, still does not look right. Um this is going to be the first time in a while he's going to be playing on a back-to-back. -back. That's the expectation. Anything else stand out for anyone tonight, game-wise? Um, any double-doubles, Aaron? What are we thinking? Uh, yeah, I was looking at Gobert, Giannis. Uh, probably those two stood out the most. Um, well, Jokic is obviously playing too, but you have to parlay them. There's just no value there anymore. Mm. How about how about Unless this heat line a long shot? How yeah. about this heat stretch of games that they're dealing with right now? Your Sixers tomorrow is going to be the Heat and yeah. Sixers. 
that'll be a lot of fun. And we thought Warriors and Lakers would be fun, but it's really not. I mean, there's two crappy no. teams right now. I have no, I, I'm, there's no chance I'm going to watch that one unless I see that uh, it's a it's a great matchup. There's something fun going on in the game. I'm not interested. But as far as Saturday NBA, it's all about Sixers Heat. Oh, there's no question. I mean, I think that's the game. So let's let's hit this while we talk about the weekend with the Sixers and and the Eastern Conference. Do you think the Sixers number is going to change here? It has stayed pretty static since Harding came back to win uh, the, the East. Right now, you can find them at plus 320. Let's say the Sixers beat the Cavs tonight and on a back-to-back go win in Miami tomorrow. When we get mm-hmm. in here Monday, are they, are they the favorites in the East? Favorites. Uh, they could be. They could be. There will be a lot of reaction to that. And Lots. the NBA world is going to be focused on this game on Saturday. Is that night or afternoon? That's it. I think it's at night. night. Yep, Saturday night. So is that an ABC? I think that's their Saturday night ABC. Yeah, uh, it should be. It should Harden be. And Butler yes. and all that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I could, I could totally see it, and I don't even want to say it's an overreaction because while impressive, look at the teams they've beaten since the Harden trade. Okay. Right. Cool. You, you have phenomenal box scores. It's been a lot of fun to watch. But now we get a team that they're probably going to have to beat if they want to make it to the NBA Finals. Now it's going to be a different story. Totally. And then they get, and then they get. So, as you know, for the audience, right after Miami, it's then Chicago, Brooklyn too. So, if not by Monday next week, if they excel there, absolutely they'll end up being the favorite. Yeah, they will. Uh, the other one tomorrow what? night would be Lakers Warriors. Boy, if the Warriors can't beat the Lakers, can we hit the panic button on Golden State? If they struggle against the Lakers too, are we there? I'm kind of there until I see Draymond return. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just, all they do is lose. Is this a get right spot? Just like, just blow up this terrible Lakers team and then take off from there. We got to look at their upcoming schedule, but. Could be. I feel like I've been, yeah, we've been waiting on that for a while. While you're looking that up, the, the, the Pistons have been playing very well lately and they are. I think six, yeah, six and zero oh, ATS in their last six games. They're underdogs today. I've been looking at FanDuel. The line keeps moving from two and a half, three. I just grabbed them plus three, um, because uh, Indiana they were just in Orlando and they needed overtime to beat the Magic. Um, I I don't know. I think this is a spot to fade the Pacers and maybe look at uh, the Pistons as underdogs. I'm all about fading the Pacers. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, their their schedule isn't even good. I mean, it's actually quite easy. Easiest in the NBA, this this post-All-Star break, and they still can't win. By the way, they decided to go with Warriors-Lakers for the ABC game on Saturday night. Oh. Dumb. Dumb. Aaron, mm. you know who's been playing really well? Sadiq Bey. Yes! <laughs> My guy. He's had Except less for the one those. day I bet on him. I remember know. that? I hyped He's him a- up, and then he... Hey. No. It earlier was like every other hey, game man, it was man. like good, bad. And now it's like good, 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 bad. Good, 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 bad. He's he's starting to play pretty well. His, his props are interesting. Colin Davey of Betscope is going to join us next. Interested to talk to a former director of data science at the Action Network and a Jeopardy champion. We'll get his thoughts on a whole bunch of things and help you become a better, better next right here on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.